Great show lined up for you today. Yes. Chefs. Great program. Yeah. We're going to spill the beans on quite a bit uh, related to the album. Yeah. So, so maybe pay attention. Pay attention. Keep like a yellow legal pad handy so you can jot down like song titles and um, elements from the album that we're going to talk about. Mm hmm. Very specific things that are in certain songs, you know? Lots of cool details on today's show that you can, like, take note of. And then you can go on our Facebook page and you can, like, post about it and, and leak information that, uh, that we've not officially talked about. Yeah. You can be, like... I feel like that's something that you could do to, uh, to raise your, your fan level. If I if we see you like leaking information, yeah, then you're gonna gain fan points. Mm -hmm. Right now, we we say it later. We name our number one fan. Yeah. Later in the podcast, and uh, you know, just just keep in mind, we're the kind of people that are going to give back to certain fans. Yeah. You know, if you that's that's part of I've talked about it before. You know, on a, on previous casts, but. A portion of the reason that I want to be successful is just so I can use that success to give to other people. Yeah. To give to people that have helped me achieve that success. So I want to be able to do special things for them. So you guys just, you know, it's all a process of like when we're able yeah. to do special things. But when we are, you know, just know it's going to happen. So if you... Just want to know, like, if you want to be a part of that, like, you can get on board now. I'm yep. telling you, one day. Don't now. Don't get grabby hands. No, don't get grabby hands. Because then you won't get anything. It's only like if you really actually like us. Yeah. Like. And we'll we'll know. Yeah, we will. So. so do it in the spirit of doing it, just because you enjoy our stuff and you yeah. want to help us. Yeah. And. Down the road. If you like us, we will like you. Good things will happen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, today we, we name our number one fan As at the moment. Right now. So, pay attention. And yeah. um, also uh, get in touch with us on the internets. Email us um, at... Um, well, you know what? We've uh, I've simplified things for the moment. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can just email superdivorce at superdivorceme.com. Superdivorce at superdivorceme.com. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty easy to remember. Yeah. So if you want to send us an email for whatever reason, feel free. Um, if you want to get in touch with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash superdivorce. Instagram at Super Divorce Band, Twitter at Super Divorce, and um, where else? You want to get in touch with me, just Nicholas Villars, wherever you go. If you want to get in touch with me, you can probably find me on Facebook through like comments on Super Divorce posts or likes on Super Divorce posts, or you can follow me on Instagram at BenderButt. All one word, BenderButt. And that's it. So. So, uh, enjoy this new episode, chefs. Yeah, enjoy. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Hey, man, welcome to the Super Divorce Supercast. This is Nicholas. And Bender's here, too. And... Today we are uh, going to talk about, I think, our entire trip recording this uh, this new album. Yep. Because guess what? It's done. It is. It is done. Done. Well, for the most part. I mean, we still need to do like the uh, the artwork and all that crap. But right, song wise, it's finished. Yep. And it we, sounds awesome. Yeah, we left. We left the studio yesterday with two uh, master CDs. So, it's... Oh, man. I've been listening to it in the car already, because I was just like, fuck it, I didn't listen to these songs enough in the last two weeks, <laughs> you know. 
and it's when you when you sit down and especially in that setting like you're in your car mm-hmm. and you're driving somewhere or whatever but you're like it's your environment you're out of the studio so it feels more real um in that setting when you listen to the album like front to back it's just it's so fantastic it is a buffet oh yeah it is a five course meal there's just like there's so much to it mm-hmm. it's uh quite quite an adventure it's a journey of an album it really is you know and uh, you I guys just, are gonna love it yeah i think we i like we we went in you know with like a kind of a an i we just went in with like an idea like yeah. okay we want to we want to do 80s pop but like we weren't really sure a hundred percent like where it was going to take us and and whatever and I think it ended up taking us to where we've got songs that are wholly just 80s. Mm-hmm. I mean, just straight out of the out of the decade. And then we've got, I, you mentioned it with one of our songs, then we've got uh, songs that are inspired by, like, 80s artists' more recent work. Yeah. So they feel very modern. Some of those songs feel very modern yeah. and new. And... It's just, you're right, it's just a buffet. It's really exciting to listen to it and get this whole spectrum of 80s pop music. It's going to be very difficult to get bored listening to this record. Oh, yeah. You know, I. it's the first time that I've ever put something out, and I told you this, where I felt like when I was listening back to it, I could very easily see this being at least a few people's favorite album they hear this year. Yeah. You know, I'm not... That's 100% just me shooting straight. I'm not hyping it beyond what I believe. It's just when I listen to it, it sounds like something that I would love to listen to. Yeah. And usually, I think, you know, I've always enjoyed the music I've made, but I've never never put an album together that I've really enjoyed this much, Mm -hmm. you know, where the songs just are genuinely fun for me to listen to. Like I can I can be confident about work I've put out in the past, but you know, this I want to keep listening to it. Yeah. Just along right along with the other CDs that I've been listening to as of late, you know, this will go right into the rotation. Yeah. It just it fits it just fits right in there. Like I'm already, you know, I'm excited to like show it to my mom because I know Especially with like the type of music and the subject matter and everything, and kind of our our obvious pull away from that like post hardcore stuff. Like this is like total classroom music. Yeah. Like she, you know, she's played some of our music in the classroom before. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like this is absolutely something she could put on for her students of all ages. Yeah. And. It would be great, just just great background music, and and you know it's also really fun to sit down and analyze because there's a lot of moving parts in these songs. There's a lot of layers to dig through, but it's also just fun to listen to and not pay attention to it. Yeah, and it's you know with there being so much there, it's also cool that they have almost like there's at least one part I think in every song that's almost kind of instantly memorable. Mm-hmm. To where, when we were driving around listening to it earlier today, Lazarus was like routinely singing along to certain parts by the end of each song. Yeah, and and he uh, he loved the gavel. Yeah, he, yeah. He's he like, that's this good. is like video game music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. And uh, Jess loved all of your parts too. Really? Yeah. She said you guys couldn't have you know, utilize your vocal style in any better way. It's just like perfect the way everything fits in there. Yeah. My mom, uh, I was telling her about uh, recording vocals and I sent her just like a Snapchat that I had taken in the booth or whatever. And I I called her on Monday after I had recorded. We were driving back to Don's. And she even said, she was just like, you know, how to go, and I was telling her everything, and I was telling her how excited I was, and that my vocals were, like, basically a blend of 
Tears for Fears and B-52s. Yeah. Like, that's just my natural <laughs> tone Yeah, <laughs> that I learned. And, uh, and she was like, well, that's good because honestly, when you told me you wanted to sing, I was a little like, well, I don't know how this is going to go. And I was uh-huh. like, everybody was. It yeah. was all, even I was like, I'm going to sing, but I don't know if it's going to make it onto the album. Yeah. But after she saw that little video and, you know, she was like, okay, all right, I can get on board with this. And I can't wait to show her the music because she loves the B-52s. So I think my a lot of my parts are just going to be right up her alley. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun for people to hear. I can't wait to, to get the ball rolling mm-hmm. on beginning to put out, you know, some little snippets here and there and get a video idea down and you know there's still a lot of work to do obviously yeah. but it's cool to have that part of it done now because now we just begin another phase of you know this whole production yeah but things have moved right along the whole way that's that's what is so cool about this is that i feel like we have an idea of what we want to do and we're just doing that mm-hmm. you know and it's not there's a lot to it but really it's it's like the most it's the smoothest process i think that i've ever been a part of well it's just fun too i mean it's just like we look ahead and the work is like okay we have to come up with a video idea and then we have to like you know start putting out teasers and then we have to figure out or we have to figure out what the single is and then we have to figure out what we're going to do about the video for the single and all that kind of stuff but it's just like I can't wait to figure all that stuff out because that just means it's like closer to people listening to it yeah. and getting to hear it. And, uh, it's just so, it's so exciting. I had a video idea on the way over here oh. for, uh, holding hands and teenage alien. Like, cause I think, you know, those, those songs, all I'm going to say about those songs right now is that they're, uh, sister songs. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, you know, we need to do sister videos for it too. Yeah, I like that idea. I'd love I would love to do like and you know, you even think about like the the release of videos from other bands and stuff. I would love to do like a single and then like something else, maybe like another single and then a double like holding hands and teenage alien sort of like one after the other yeah as a part one and part two that'd be cool your dad needs to be in teenage alien yeah i'll have to rope him into that i just had like this you know just this vision of like both of us in like leather jackets Mm -hmm. you know and sunglasses at night Mm -hmm. just like (laughs) you know walking down alleyways (laughs) and like you would be like you know, looking cool and then like singing. And then for my background parts, you know, I'd be like, like come up like superimposed over everything. Mm-hmm. Just like behind your shoulder, like singing my parts <laughs> and everything. Like those terrible, um, uh, like photographs. Yeah. Yeah. Just like <laughs> that. And then also filmed on like VHS quality cameras. Not, yeah. <laughs> nothing really well shot. Yeah. It'll be so fun. It's going to be so fun making videos for this. So we, um, when do we start? Was it, uh, what, what day did we go up there? Was it June 12th? 12th, A Monday, yeah. And it's now June 29th. And we had booked all the way through July 12th. Yep. And, uh. And I think we figured we wouldn't use all the time, but it's still cool that we finished so early. Because mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, you came back a couple times, yeah. but I was I stayed in Michigan for the duration, and uh, stayed up at Hotel Bauer at um, our producer Josh, his uh, father-in-law's place, and uh, always loved going there and hanging out, talking to Don, which is pretty easy to do. Yeah. You know, he's, he gets going and, you know, it's quite, uh, you, there's never like, <laughs> there's never 
any strange silence when you're talking to Don. Nope. He'll just it's, he'll just go. Yeah, he'll go. If there is like a pause and he's not done talking yet, he'll just reiterate yeah. everything that he said to keep <laughs> the conversation moving. But he's he's a great guy. Yeah. It's always yeah. great to see him. And so um yeah, very very comfortable when you're not recording to go back to to Don's place and you know we're always uh we always feel very welcome when we're there mm-hmm. so it's it's cool to to leave the studio and have that kind of homey environment to go back to yeah instead of having to go back to like a sterile hotel or yeah. something because if you know if we wouldn't be staying with Don we're not we wouldn't have been staying in a five star resort you know right it would have been some shitty one room yeah. you know so that's that was nice, you know, and um, yeah, we uh, the first day we went up there. What did we do when we got there? We went and shopped at the at the local Meyer, didn't which we? was terrible. Yeah, it was like really, really awfully scattered, and the layout didn't make sense. No, it seemed it just seemed dirty. That Meyer just seemed dirty. Yeah, like I don't know what it is. Meyer. Myers just I don't know I don't like Meyer very much. I would say hashtag not all Myers though. Yeah, yeah, not all are... not all Myers, but like everyone I've ever been in is like just one mild step above like Marsh. What is that? Marshes like You've never been to Marshes. Marsh. It's in. There's one in Middletown. It's oh. probably like the last one. It's just another. You know, have you ever been to the Crow Ghetto and? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'd... Yeah. Yeah, because I used to live right down the street. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like scary. I feel like every mire, not every mire, hashtag not every mire, but most mire are like only a mild step above the crow ghetto. The West Carrollton mire is not too bad. Yeah, that's the one I always went to growing up. I mean, we didn't when we would go to mire. That's the one we went to. Uh-huh. We were more Kroger shoppers. The though. one in Middletown's not terrible. Yeah, it's not it's not bad, but it's just it seems like there's no one no one shops there whenever I go. Yeah, I, may, I, I typically go later in the evening. Right, but it's I guess it's clean enough, you know. Yeah, that mire, um, the one we went to, it was just like so picked over. Yeah, know? it it just felt. It felt like a lot of people had just come in and just sort of just put their hands all over everything. Maybe it was an off day. I don't know. I don't know. Like they forgot to do their shit. Well, the Meyer by the Meyer closer to Don's wasn't that much. It was better, but it wasn't much better. Yeah. So. I just hate like going to different chains and like some you know like they don't have this brand of that that you're looking for. Or, yeah. You know. What I don't understand is, like, if you've got these big chain stores, like, part of their whole ethos is, we want you to have the same experience if you visit us in Delaware as if you visit us in Seattle. Yeah. You know? But then you go into, like, Walmart in Lebanon, and it's got one layout, uh-huh. and then you go to the one at the Dayton Mall, and it's a completely... Yeah. Like, it's like they they just reverse things yeah, sometimes. Yeah, they it do. It doesn't all the make time. any sense. Like why don't you just pick one particular layout and do that? Because right. you're dealing with a big rectangle usually. Yeah. So you can just make things uniform, you know? It doesn't have to be different at every Walmart you go to. Right. I don't feel like anyone is like being floored or wowed by the fact that, wow, look at the layout this one. You yeah. know? It's just, <laughs> Target's the same way. Every time you go into a Target, they have a different, like, weird layout. Yeah. It's like, just pick one and uh, make it the same at all your stores. Kroger, well, but then, it, you know, Kroger seems to be, like, kind of consistent Yeah. wherever you go. But with, like, the new, you know, Kroger marketplaces and everything that, that pop up or stores that get remodeled into a marketplace... There, there's like a a scale of like what that marketplace is going to offer. So yeah. your layout changes based on that. Like the Lebanon layout is different than the 
uh, Miami's very layout because the Lebanon layout has to include clothes. Yeah. But like Miami's very doesn't have clothes. But then like some layouts have to include furniture, you know, and But you could still say like if you are a marketplace that has these things, here's what it's gonna look right. like. Right. And it's the same at all of them. Yeah. You know? But again, we're not dealing with like boutique stores yeah. where you want something very unique when you walk in. No. Just be like I want to be able to find the same products at the same spot at the same store, no matter what store yeah. I go to. I don't understand why some Walmarts have like groceries on the left side of the building, mm-hmm. and then others have them on the right. And yeah. It's just like, like what? It's why? Very annoying. Just pick one. Luckily, <laughs> like DVDs and stuff are always in the center back. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah. But it's like, well, we want to switch it up a little bit for our <laughs> store, so we're just going to flip-flop the groceries, the groceries and, the, and the whatever, home decor. Home decor, yeah. It's always like home stuff. Home stuff and like the automotive, you know? Yeah, but then again, like the 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 Walmart in uh, Mason, by where I work, has groceries on the right and uh, and home goods on the left. But then, like, the, you know, and then the one in Dayton has home goods on the left and groceries on the, or groceries on the left, home goods on the right. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just put the home goods with the groceries? Like, you're, if you're going to put, like, something in front of the groceries, because there's, like, the, you know, groceries and then an aisle way and then the middle section of the store that has different departments. Yeah. Put the fucking kitchenware over by the goddamn groceries <laughs> instead of, like, the picture frames and female clothing yeah and baby clothes across the aisle from the groceries like what are you doing i don't know at least kroger seems to do that they do seem at least at ours in lebanon the home goods it's like right in the middle of all of all the food yeah or kind of like it's one of the aisles yeah you know you'll go like food 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 home goods food Mm. food 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 yeah that's the same way it uh, Miami's Bird Kroger. So that's our treatise on the layout of yeah. <laughs> of your shopping, whatever. Just make chain it the stores. Same. Just, Just do the yeah. same thing. Also, Target stop selling groceries. Fill that space with something else. You don't like they sell groceries at Target? No, because their not? selection is terrible. Like because they're not. Target was never a grocery store when I was growing up. And it's just like, they just have like this tiny, you know, where everywhere else has like a large grocery section and then other things seemed like, you know, it's like we offer groceries and also clothes and DVDs and, you know, toys and whatever. Target is like, hey, we offer clothes and toys and movies and electronics and, and also groceries. And I'm just like, you're wasting your time. And it always feels more expensive at Target. Like, I feel like Target's grocery section is there not really for people who are going to do their grocery shopping. It's for shopping. convenience. Yeah. It's like, oh, I was picking up all these other things yeah. and I need... Some milk. milk. Yeah, some milk or some cereal. Or... Say, yeah, I agree. But then there are people that grocery shop at Target and, and you I'm just like, you're you wasting... Why, why are you here? Like, go to Kroger... <laughs> That's a, that's where you get, like, all of your food. Maybe they're using their Target card because mm-hmm. you get money off mm-hmm. if you do that. And you get money off at Kroger if you use your Kroger card, and that's free. Well. You don't have to get a Target credit card or a Kroger. You know, you don't have to get a Kroger credit card. You just get a Plus card, and that's free. But you're building credit. I don't, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> well... You get money off your gas, too, with a Kroger Plus card. I don't know if Target has any gas stations anywhere. I feel like some of them do. They probably do somewhere. Which, again, I'm just like, stop it. Be a department store. They do have Super Targets. They do have Super Targets. I don't think I've ever been to one. I've been to uh, a couple of them. They're nice. Yeah. It's like it's Super... It's Target Walmart. Yeah. A little bit bigger. I like Target 
more than Walmart, though. I do, I too. That. Well, I just feel like classier people shop at Target. No offense, Walmart. <laughs> but, like, you don't really go into Target and see, like, people consistently in their pajamas shopping. Yeah, it does, it does feel like the filter is weeding out a little bit of the riffraff at Target somehow. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe because it's slightly more expensive. That could be. I'm not going to that uppity Target. <laughs> <laughs> Shopping there. Oh. I don't know. I like Target. They have a good electronics section when it it's comes to a decent. store like yeah. that. That's not Best Buy or mm-hmm. GameStop. I feel like they're... They do good sales every now and then too. Yeah, on video games. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you have to you have to check frequently because most of the time when I go to Target and look at their movies and stuff, it's kind of like eh, it's it's hit or miss. Like the stuff that I really want is still like twenty dollars or twenty five dollars maybe, and then the, you know yeah. there is some stuff that I'm like, yeah, I. $10 or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd own that movie, but I really want, like, this one. Like, why isn't that one? They sometimes get deluxe versions of albums that you can't get anywhere else. Like yeah, they Target do. Exclusive. They get Target exclusive albums. I think yeah. I got uh, 1989 from Taylor Swift. They had, like, a Target exclusive. Yeah, it's always got, like, there. a couple bonus songs on it or something like that. And deluxe package. Yeah. Yeah, I... When I used to buy CDs, I definitely would buy CDs at Target because they would do that a lot. So what else? What else do we do up there besides? God, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we were such, such. I don't know, just a, just such a chill band, and I think yeah. you know we we talked about it last week on the cast, but that's. That's just, like, our vibe. Like, we love to have fun, but our idea of fun is just, like, hanging out, getting some pizza, watching a movie, drinking a beer, hanging out with Don, just making dinner, like... Going to the video store. Yeah, going to the video store. We didn't do anything. It was very fun hanging out with Josh the two times we did. I felt very, uh... It was, like, I think I said it on a previous cast, but it was very nice to have, like, a professional relationship with him, but, like, also being friends with him and getting to hang out, like, you know that's not something he does with every single band. Because I'm, what do you say, I was in the five-timers club now, Mm -hmm. so that was my fifth time going up there and recording with him, so, and that goes back to two. 2009 I think was the first time I went up there yeah so you know we've got a good history built up a really good rapport and um the first weekend when you went home I went over there on uh, that Sunday and watched the uh WWE pay-per-view yeah that was that was a lot of fun uh Josh's wife Sarah made some amazing sushi really yeah man I'm just I'm bummed to miss that. That would have been awesome. It was like, it was like right up there with the best sushi I've eaten at sushi restaurants really? too. Yeah. Wow. So I was pretty impressed. Made a huge spread of like, I think four different kinds that we were just, we put in the table in the center and we're all just, you know, taking from. That's awesome. Sat on the floor Japanese style. And yeah. Watched some wrestling. It's pretty yeah. cool. It was a good time. And then when we went over the other night uh, and watched Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, which is what I was going to talk about next. Yeah. They uh, brought out like a whole snack cart. Yeah. So funny. (laughs) It's like full service, you know, movie theater style. Yeah. With actual like popcorn tubs that you get in a movie theater and candy, soda. It's great. The whole thing, whole production. So, and and the movie was really good too. The movie was great. First Wes Anderson movie I've seen, and uh, man, it was excellent. I'm kind of like, why did I sleep on this for so long? Yeah. You know, like I want to now. I want to see the rest of his movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Grand Budapest was awesome. The story was great. Not what I expected at all. I didn't know what to expect. Like, I think. 
you know, and if, if that is a basis for the rest of his movies, I think every movie I'm going to be like pleasantly surprised because I feel like you watch previews for Wes Anderson movies and it just, the only impression it gives you is that it's a quirky movie. Yeah. That's all. It doesn't give you story. It doesn't give you, it's just like, Hey, look at these quirky people being quirky. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, you like watching Grand Budapest Hotel, the story was very funny, Mm -hmm. very intricate. You know, it gets you, uh, you know, the more, I guess the more common it becomes for, uh, for people to experience, stories through like Netflix shows or Hulu shows where you have like an entire season or multiple seasons to draw things out. The more I'm impressed at movies. Yeah. Because you only have like an hour and a half, two hours to get people invested in characters to tell them why they should care and then sell them on it and have them fully into it by the time the credits roll. Right. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, it's easy to to get into a show, and a lot of times people make allowances for for programs. Um, it's just the way it works for some reason, where it's like, well, you know, you get you really get into it after like the first season. Yeah, and you think about how much time that is, and like yeah. how much time shows have to build characters. They really don't hit their stride until yeah, and it's just. I feel like it's common, really. Uh huh. But then you look at movies, and it's like you, like, uh, you know, clocks ticking on on the, the the time you have to sell people on why they should give a shit. I've it's... almost and and you know on that I've kind of, I've never I haven't pers like explored it personally very much, but I feel that I prefer movies to shows because when I'm watching shows. I'm just like, okay, this is boring. Like, get to the good stuff. You know, I don't need all this character establishment. Yeah. But that's what that's what the show's there for. That's what the first five episodes are. Yeah. You know, uh, you get you know you get a great show like Stranger Things that really had a good pace to it. There was still a lot of you know character development and whatever, but it happened. I feel like at a relatively good pace mm-hmm. to where by episode five. You know, things were well underway, and yeah. you were very intrigued in the mystery and very uh, aware of who each character was. But other shows, I am just like, okay, I like just this is, I'm bored now, mm-hmm. just like waiting for something to happen. And you're not going to be bored by our album. No, our album moves at a great pace. It does. It has a great, uh, it starts at the top and descends Mm -hmm. and each song, you know, kind of, we kind of bring it down for you right to the middle of the album and then we bring it back up, fake out, (laughs) you know, and then we end at the top again and, uh, it's, it is, it's such a great just way to spend 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, lots of just, just uh, lots of, lots of ups and downs. Yeah. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's a, it's going to be a nice piece of media for you to mm-hmm. enjoy, just as you would a, a nice movie or a television program. Um, yeah, the uh, the process of recording this was really interesting compared to any other project that I've done before, mm-hmm. because it was a lot of imagination as opposed to just recording what you had already come with going into the studio. Right. You know, there was a lot of, um, I don't know, just tinkering, you know, and then getting an idea into the computer and then having Josh move shit around, you know, well, try and try and go up on that, you know, yeah. and have him move that, that note, you know, from something that was played into the, you know, on the MIDI midi track so it's it's pretty it's pretty cool to go in and and record that way because as as we were talking about it felt very easy almost like criminally easy yeah you know? it did like uh, there were a couple times where 
I looked at you or we might have looked at each other and been kind of like, uh, like this is just, it's so different. It's such a different way to record. But, you know, I had to remind myself through the process, like, okay, this is how pop music is done. Yeah. It's okay that you're not tracking drums on a drum set. Like, it's okay that literally the entire album was recorded on a keyboard yeah. because that's just how it's done. That's yeah. how pop music works. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you're used to recording using instruments for your entire career in music, you know, it is, yeah, it's strange to just walk in and sit there yeah. in the studio, like at the control booth, and just basically say, well, how about we do this, you know? Yeah. And I want an instrument that sounds like this. Yeah. Or I want, how about a synth that kind of sounds like this? Or, mm -hmm. you know, this one part in this one song, like, let's listen to that part. Okay, do you hear that instrument? Let's find something similar to that. Yeah. And then it, that, that became the task. It was like, write a harmony or write a melody, and then just sit there and scroll through instruments. And because it was constantly moving in that direction it never felt like we were stuck. Because right. even when you're trying different things out, it felt like you were getting closer and closer to uh -huh. what you were imagining. And that's so much different than sitting there for two hours while someone's trying to, like, nail one part. You or, know. or like, write a guitar solo yeah. in the moment or, mm -hmm. or whatever it might be. Or, you know, uh, we've, been in a, we've been in a situation where we only have like one guitar player that's yeah. going to record. So it comes down to they only write, are able to write so many parts during practice because they can't play rhythm and lead at the same time. So then we get in the studio and it falls on them to kind of write leads in the moment. Yeah. And then that's when you have them just like sitting there mm -hmm. being like, well, that's, that's not right. That's, you know, and it can take a really long time to get parts like that figured out. But it was so easy for us to come up with parts during this because it, the parts that we were coming up with were pretty simple. Yeah. You know, but that's exactly what they needed to be yep. on an album like this. You know, it's not, we weren't trying to show off anyone's like keyboard playing skills. No. It's just a few notes. Yeah. What sounds good. Yeah. That's that's it. And the know? and the thing is when you when you play when you do just like a four note progression but then you do eight other four note progressions and yeah. you layer it all on top of each other like that's pop music. That's how it's done. And it's so weird listening to the album because even though we're we're talking and openly admitting how simple the writing was, when you listen back to it, I'm like amazed that that's what we did. Yeah, like me I'm too. still because when you're in the moment and you're just doing it, it's happening. When you go back and listen to it, it's like there that is a big full album yeah. of stuff, and it's it almost like feels overwhelming to think about when we went in. None, well, a little bit, but the the bulk of that album was put together over the course of the time that we were in the studio. And that was, there's so much. I mean, you know, compared just... to what we walked out of the studio with, you know, I thought, I originally thought we were walking into the studio with songs that were like 50% done. Yeah. Not you even know? close though. We walked into the studio with 10% done yeah. songs and walked out with 100% done songs, you know. We do like uh, put together a deluxe edition of the album sometime will include like a another disc with the demos yeah. on it with the demos just be like this is what this is what happened this yeah. is what we started with uh -huh. versus what we ended up with and i knew there'd be stuff added yeah. but it was just one thing after another it would be like well let's add something else yeah and something else and something else and you've by the end you've scaled this huge mountain and it's just crazy to to look back at you know, that ground level where you started from, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, the the couple people that I've played the music for so far, I've made sure like, okay, you have to hear what this started as, mm -hmm. and then like, okay, now listen to what it what we came out with. Yeah, because the difference is just it's shocking, honestly.
Yeah. It's 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 too exciting. Like I just want the album to come out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like we took a lot of inspiration from various things, but without trying to do anything too different, I feel like we we did achieve something that is fairly unique, you know. Yeah. It doesn't exactly sound like an 80s album, but mm. it feels like it has a lot of elements that pull it's almost like if you took um you know just one of those bands and sort of they continued right. on that that sort of same track yeah as opposed to completely jumping into something else like maybe in the 90s and changed like a 90s sound uh-huh. if they would have continued just evolving that 80s sound to the present day that's kind of I guess how I would put it. It's, it's right. As you we, said it's got like a modern feel to it. Right. Some of the songs are very uh, electronic heavy and driving and powerful in the sense that, like, you know, we originally said that we wanted to do something that was similar to Carpenter Brut and uh, like Kavinsky and uh, Mitch Murder and stuff like that. But I think a lot of that stuff is, it's almost like synth rock. Yeah. You know, it's very heavy and driving and like, it's great for like a, uh, a grindhouse type of movie, you know, Mm -hmm. it's great soundtrack music for that kind of a thing. And some of our songs lean on that crutch. Yeah. We lean on the crutch of like being powerful and driving uh, but then we have lyrics on top of it, which makes it, which kind of throws it into the pop realm. Yeah. And then there are other songs that are just holy, holy eighties, just so poppy and so happy. Yeah. And, uh, so, so yeah, the, uh, the album as a whole, you know, I don't, I have not personally heard another album like it yet. That's that's what Jess said too. She's like, I'm not sure that I've heard something quite like this. Yeah. You know? Again, the influencers are there. It mm-hmm. comes through kind of where we were going. But as far as like another album that you can say it sounds identical to, I, I can't really think of one. Because you, know? you can't say it sounds like any of those synthwave bands mm-hmm. because it's not dark enough it's not powerful i mean it's powerful it's a powerful album but it's not like punch you in the face powerful yeah it's it's just like i don't even know it's we just managed to blend those new synthwave bands with a pure like 80s sound and just like kind of put it all in the blender because we have one song where we listen to Wham, yeah. and we're like, okay, we want our song to kind of to basically sound like this, mm-hmm. and then we have one song where we listen to uh, Tears for Fears, and you know, multiple songs where we referenced Gary Newman, but even though in the studio we never sat down and listened to the new synthwave bands, the influence is there because we listened to those bands for weeks prior to going into the studio. So the influence ended up being there. Uh, But all in the studio, all we ever listened to was pure 80s music. And it's one of those things where I feel like some of the fans of those, like, super right-in-that-genre synthwave artists, uh, bands, projects, whatever you want to call them, a lot of fans of... Kavinsky and such are probably going to hate what we came up with. Yeah. But then some of the others will love it. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not exactly a synthwave album. album. No. It's, it is like a pop album with synthwave influence mm-hmm. and elements of that stuff, you know. But there are going to be things about it that certain people just absolutely despise, you know. And that's... I That's mean, if okay. you That's... if you like both Kavinsky and the new Paramore album, yeah. you're gonna love our album. Mm-hmm. That's you know, there's gonna be the 
I would pitch it to a lot of fans of the new Paramore album, but there's going to be fans of that album that are going to hate it because yeah. it's a lot of electronics and mm-hmm. it's not like you know this driving guitar or whatever. But the ones that can see all the pop influence are going to love it. Yeah, it's it's just there's a there's a little something for everybody, and I hope that we're able to pull people in from a lot of different places like you like this okay you'll probably like it you like that or you'll probably like it i mean even down to like we could be like hey do you like monster squad and the goonies and gremlins you'll probably like our music yeah because it gives you a certain vibe yeah you know um as soon as we were maybe like 15 seconds into uh 10 speeds just said this reminds me of stranger things and I was like, that's exactly what we, that's <laughs> what it's supposed to remind yeah. you of. That's We're, great. If you haven't noticed, we've been dropping a few song titles throughout here. So, uh-huh. You listen back. Yeah. Listen back. You'll get some. I almost posted the track list on like my Instagram and I was like, no, wait, wait yeah. a few more weeks. Cause the album doesn't come out till September. Yeah. So the end of September. So almost. yeah. Is the three months? Yeah, I think we we like came up with a release date on a podcast last year. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. That. You well, yeah. You said to me you were just like our album is coming out this day next year. Yeah, and I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and now it is. It's yep. going to. Yep. You get that vision. Yep. And we've got three months to prepare for it. Yeah. Hopefully, I would hope, you know, that we can really get on board with the way a professional band, you know, does things. And I'd really like to release a video prior to the release of the album. I'd like to do that, yeah. That would be... That would be ideal. Yeah. Is getting a single and a video out there first and being, you know, being able to promote the album with that. Got, I mean, I, I am almost 100% certain that, you know, this uh, PR company is going to be on board for it, uh-huh. um, for helping us promote, which I'm really excited about because that could be huge as far as getting it out in front of people. Did you uh, send in the... Not yet, because I need to get my computer hooked up right, still. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, this this PR company that that I've been talking to, I mean, they've, were you there when I was showing Josh, like, their client list, like, who they've worked with? Yes, and it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's hefty. Yeah. It's a hefty list. I mean, like, they, they promoted, like, Katy Perry's last album, so, and the list is just huge, you know, just like. It's everybody from, like, bottom of the barrel to Katy Perry. Yeah, so. Yeah, that would, that would be very nice if, uh, I, I mean, again, how could you not dig what, what we've got? I mean, yeah, I, just, I really think, I just hope that... I've never felt so confident about yeah. anything that I've worked on musically. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a real letdown if people hate it. <laughs> like, it's going to really suck, because I'm definitely, I was talking to a friend earlier today, and I was like, I'm trying to kind of keep my hopes sort of level Mm -hmm. i was like but it's really hard to imagine people or it's really hard to imagine not having at least some success with this album yeah because it's so fun to listen to and it's so easy to listen to and it's pop music so it's full of hooks and i've you know i've only been well we've been listening to it for about two weeks now but I'm starting to nail down words to every single song. Yeah. You know, I almost, I've only had the album full, completely done in my CD player for two days, and I almost have the entire album memorized. Like, that's what you want. Yeah. You know? I've never had that before. No. Like, where my bandmates knew all the words. Yeah. You know? So it's... I mean, I know all the words to Predator... The Predator. I know all the words to Ten Speeds. I know all the words to Teenage Alien. I know all the words to Holding Hands. Like, 
it's you know it's up there yeah i'm getting there uh i might i think i know all the words to expensive stopwatch already well that's like half the album (laughs) you know so that's pretty cool yeah only only a couple days in because uh, I, I think another thing that helps with that is that the songs, they tell stories, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, you can visualize things kind of, and I think that makes it easier yeah. to remember if it kind of flows in a narrative way, you mm-hmm. know, so. And it's great, you guys, we've got, we have songs about aliens, we have songs about vampires, Songs about robots. Have a song about the Harvest Queen. Yeah, song about the Harvest Queen. We have a song about a judge. <laughs> it's it's very. We have song about predator. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Like it's, I you know I was thinking on the way there was a there was a time during recording where I was just kind of like, is it too silly? I was like, are we? is this too silly? And then I was like, I listen to the Aquabats all the time. Yeah. And they sing about fried chicken. (laughs) So, yeah, I was like, if anything, we just fall into that category of bands that have great songs about ridiculous things. Yeah. And that's going to instantly be memorable to people. You know, if you fall in line and just write, traditional songs about traditional things all the time then you might be good but like why listen to you as opposed to anyone else who's already been doing that right that people are listening to so so it's it's a lot of fun you know i i had to i told myself i was like you know when you listen to fury of the aquabats you're not sitting there just like cracking up at how ridiculous and silly the songs are but they are silly. They're, like I said, there's a song about fried chicken. There's a song about a two-headed cat. There's a song about being attacked by snakes. Mm-hmm. But they're such good songs yeah. that you don't sit there and laugh because it's a comedy song. You smile while you sing because it's a good song and the context is funny. Yeah. And you're just like happy listening to it. Because I'm like, this is a fun song. Yeah, it's just fun to listen to. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think it's... We didn't do anything, in my opinion, that's like, ugh, you know, like, uh-huh. I hate describing things this way, but cringy. Yeah. You know, because we had a spirit of sort of carefreeness about it when we made these songs. So yeah. it's not like we were trying to, to do anything in this, this uh, like, look how hilarious we are kind of way. It's just like, oh, this would be kind of... Silly funny, yeah. Or funny, you know, to throw it in, you know, just and it's 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 a good time. But we were just like, hey, let's it. make a let's make a spooky song, yeah. And then we we're just like, okay, how can we make this spooky? Hmm. Yeah. Let's do crows in the background. Uh-huh. How about some bells? Yeah. What if there was a like a Gregorian chant, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. In the background, and then we just end up with this sort of. Spooky, this spooky little song, but it's not like, it's not like Rob Zombie level. No, the, some of those are scary. Yeah, we this talked about the spooky. difference between spooky and scary A songs. Lot. Yeah, and how we wanted to stay spooky, but not yeah, didn't we want to get scary with. Didn't want to get scary. We wanted Just, to be like Michael Jackson's Thriller, spooky. Yeah, it's the difference between the haunted hayride during the day when yeah. the kids can go on it. Yeah, or what they do at night. Right. You know, nighttime is scary. No. We've got like a, it's like a fun corn maze. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. Um, oh, but, you know, we're talking about like the sort of silly but captivating nature of it. And it reminds me of something uh, Finn Balor talked about once. And when he was in the Indies and you know, in like New Japan, that's when he really started dressing up 
sometimes, mm-hmm. like for big matches. Yeah. And I, I think you've probably seen some of the photos, like where he did the Joker once. Yeah, and he's done Venom. And... Yeah, he did Venom. He did uh, did the Punisher. Uh huh. And he did all sorts of characters throughout the years, but you know he was like that's stuff he's interested in, and he said that a lot of people in wrestling and entertainment in general are too concerned with like being cool all the time. Yeah. And he just wanted to be fun to watch and entertaining. And then somehow in following that, he became cool. Yeah. You know, just by doing what he thought was cool. Just right. But you know, cool for him, not what, you know, I guess what uh, society at large is going to think. Uh huh. You know, he was just like, hey, I really like comic books, and I yeah. really like these characters, so I want to dress up like these characters. Yeah. And then he did it, and everybody was like, oh, that's really cool. Look at that yeah. guy. Whereas, you know, some people would still say, oh, that's kind of nerdy, isn't it? Yeah. dress up like a comic book? Seriously? Yeah. You want to be like Spider-Man? Oh. Yes. Yeah, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> so... You guys want to put bike sounds in your songs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And we did it. We recorded an actual bicycle and then put the sounds into the song. The ringing bell. Yep. The spinning wheel. The kickstand being kicked. The brakes. The wheel uh, hitting the pavement. The gear shift clicking. Yeah. It's awesome. You guys will have to listen for that. It's mm-hmm. on a particular song. Yeah. leaking all kinds of info mm-hmm. I'm too excited about I know. it I'm too I just want everyone to hear it they will yeah you will hear it like I'm gonna you know I'm I'm gonna hang out with like Zam next next week and my friend Nancy next week and they're listening to it like that's <laughs> what, you know it's like part of the whole reason I want to get together with them just like look at this thing that we made look yeah. at it listen to it And then hopefully they're bugging you for the next two months. Yeah. Can you just send it to me? Yep. Nope. Yeah, wait for the album to come out. Get your real copy of it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe next week we can discuss the album title. Because I don't think we've talked about that yet. Yeah. Yeah, we can drop that. Yeah. It's a reason to check out next week's episode yeah it will be the first place where we spill the beans on the uh, album title and maybe a little bit about the uh the artwork mm-hmm. probably and then you know you keep listening we'll probably spill the beans on the first single and mm-hmm. what the first video might be about all that kind of stuff leading up to the eventual release party yeah release show release party where the release show is going to be that's going to be awesome. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot to uh, a lot to announce and put out there over the course of the next couple months. Yeah, so anybody that's been listening and listening to us talk about this for the last year and, you know, if you've ever thought, like, oh, they're just blowing smoke at this point. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, I'm not saying I told you so. I'm just saying, like, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Because... It's finally here. Like, now, instead of announcing plans of what we're going to do in the future, now we're announcing what's going to happen with the actual album that we now hold in our hands that we spent two weeks recording. So it's it's really exciting to be able to follow through yeah. on all this stuff we've been talking about. So if you've been listening and you're still with us and, you know... Thank you, and we're really excited that you're still here, and we're so excited to give you what we've been building up for a year now. Yeah. So, yes, thank you very much. If you're, if you've been here for a while, or if you're just just getting on board, um, you know, we uh, hopefully this is proof, and we're going to continue to prove it that. Uh, you know, we're not going to BS you. No. We, We've always said on this cast, we are a band. Yeah. 
And we are. We, <laughs> now, you know, now we are. It's taken a while to get back to this point, but, you know, when we decided that we were going to continue, I mean, that was, we started with nothing. Yeah. Because once we went down to a two-piece, all of our material was gone. Yep. You know, so it was, um, it's funny. I remember having that uh, conversation last year, I think when Dale left, and we were talking about what we are going to do, you know, as far as moving forward at that point, and Bob was still around. Yeah. You know, and I had this crazy idea well maybe we don't even need a bass player yeah and i you know believe there was some resistance at that idea mm -hmm. but it's funny that it worked out by going even further than that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i you know it's it's hard to imagine it's, it's interesting to or to imagine what uh what might have come of it had we continued on without a bass player and tried to integrate a keyboard the way you know you had we had kind of talked about because when you listen to our album there's fucking bass parts on there yeah it's like we could have had you know a sound that included live drums live guitar pre-recorded bass and synthesizers or keyboard parts mm -hmm. But, you know, somebody didn't want to be a part of that. Well, I, I think if we would have had traditional rock guitar, this album would not have happened. Oh, no. You know? No, I, that, exactly. I, think, I don't think we would have achieved this level had we gone in that direction. I'm mm -hmm. just saying it's interesting to imagine what the sound would have yeah. become. Yeah, um, definitely much different. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would like it as much. This is this this music is just too fun. Yeah. It's just too fun, and I we we wouldn't have been able to achieve that level of fun with certain people around. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Be a two piece. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's about it. Yep. For this week. Um, if, uh, if you have been around for a while, um, you know, and, and you've enjoyed hearing the, uh, the journey, you know, um, Justin Ortiz, yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's like number one dude. Yeah. Number one. If you guys need a number one, if you want to know who the number one fan is right now, it's Justin Ortiz. Yeah. If you, if you disagree then prove it prove it yeah. <laughs> step up he's the number one son yep um, we're gonna buy him a LeBaron mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna buy him a Red Baron Corbin pizza <laughs> oh um so yeah that's about it thanks for listening um thanks for sticking around with us Things are about to get real fun. Yes, they are. So put on your, put on your fun suit. Yeah, put on your uh, get get your get your party pants on. Grab your uh, your fanny pack and your party hat, and, and you know just 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 know that when our album drops, just be ready to dance. Be ready. I feel like uh, you know they brought Zima back. Yeah, maybe go, go get some Zimas yeah. and have a listening party. Oh man, when it drops. That's I'm gonna have a listening party probably soon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have well, I'm gonna have a special, a very special listening party for for close friends and family. We could and do we could host like a listening party. We at the should. Shop. We should at That'd the shop. Fun. Yeah, a big party. Mm -hmm. We We're, should do it like. Yeah, like a month prior to release, yeah. you know, for, for just just invited guests. Oh, mm -hmm. listen, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And have Zima. Yeah. Only Zima. Only Zima. <laughs> <laughs> you have to drink Zima. Yep. They're Zima ad and Miller. Yeah. Their ad campaign's really good. 
Is it? I don't know if you've seen any of the, the commercials. Like, oh, it's it's all like retro stuff, you know. Good. I need to try it. I've never had it in the. It's kind of like Sprite, really, with alcohol. Yeah. I'd probably be into it, honestly. Probably so. I mean, it's a total high school kid drink. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. Yeah. All right, well, um, stick around, and we'll see you all out of here. Bye. Hope you enjoyed that episode, chefs. Um, I know I did. Me too. <laughs> That's about it for this week. So, as always, again, get in touch with us. Send us an email, um, superdivorce at superdivorceme.com. Um, Be sure to add your email to our mailing list. Yes. Uh, go to superdivorceme.com and enter your email at the bottom of the page. Uh, and, you know, people do this. I subscribed to Gerard Way's mail list mm-hmm. and Justin Pierre of Motion City Soundtrack's mailing list. So if you want to know, like, the most recent news about us, that's how you're going to know, other than listening to this podcast. Yeah. Because even if you follow us on Facebook, you know, if you're not on at the right time, our posts might just completely go unseen in your feed. So uh, that's a good way to make sure that you keep up with whatever news we have and we won't spam you or anything. No, we're only going to send you important stuff. At the most, it would be maybe one email a week when we really get things ramped up here. Yeah. Um, That and then uh, Facebook dot com slash super divorce twitter at super divorce instagram at super divorce band and if you want to get in touch with me anywhere on social media you can just look me up at nicholas villars and you guys can find me on facebook somehow good luck and uh if you want to follow me on instagram it's uh at bender butt yeah so uh thanks for listening bye chefs bye bye super divorce <laughs>